In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zooship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. These are their adventures. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 4, The Middle of Nowhere, Part 2. Lieutenant Boras found his extra pair of shoes and see. Hello, Mike. Elizabeth. Wonderful to see you again. You are looking as ravishing as ever. <laughs> and you're still the irrepressible rogue as always, Ace. What are you doing here? You're supposed to be on Earth. Does Mum know you're out here? They needed pilots for the Vaca de Perry, so I hitched a ride on Gaia. Once I got on, it wasn't too hard to get the LT here to let me stay. Hard to save the universe on Earth, you know. Glad to have him, really. He's cocky, but damn, he's good. I know, he taught me to fly. Now, do go easy on Mike, Ace. He's a bit frazzled lately. Oh, oh I can't imagine why. Stars blowing up before they're supposed to, wormholes dumping us in the middle of nowhere, pesky little brothers not staying put, an assassin on board, and an infuriating captain who won't follow the rules. I see you haven't lost your touch, Liz. Hey, it's a gift. Oh. Speaking of assassins, what shall we do with this one? I still say we should have left him in space, Captain. That would not be very humane, Lieutenant. Perhaps, but I doubt he was humane to his victims. Yeah, indeed. He has a point. I am not spacing the patient. I wouldn't let you anyway. It may be the Doctor in Supreme. What's his status? He'll survive. I've healed him already, but I'm keeping him sedated until we figure out what to do with him. Hmm. Lieutenant Thornton, you were the one to find him. What do you think? What can you tell us about him? He has the blood of callous people on his hands. Men, women, and children. To even touch his mind was repulsive. So cold and alien. They call him Night Stalker. I've heard that name before. Those vids gave that name to the person they suspected was behind a series of slayings of aliens and humans. So dangerous that it was all but impossible to take them down by normal methods. Yes, we had a briefing about it back at headquarters. They never called who was behind the killings, and the killer was far too good for that. The Night Stalker, yes. And here he is, right in front of me. I've touched pure evil before, Captain. I have worked with serial killers of the worst sort, and I can't explain it. But this man isn't evil. Deep down at the core of him is a sense of honor. If he gives his word, he'll keep it. An honorable assassin? That has possibilities. What was he doing out here almost destroyed? Well, he got cocky. 
and his kills brought too much attention to his race. To know they even exist is to be marked for death. They saw him as too much of a liability, so they came after him. Oh, great. Yeah. That means if they found out that we found him, they'll come and wipe us out. Pretty much, yes. Oh, Elizabeth, you do get us into the most delightful adventures. We'll deal with that when we come to it. Yeah, that's all well and good, Liz, but what's to be done with him? I say execute him. He is a murderer of innocence. The Confed doesn't execute criminals, Lieutenant. You know that. Unfortunate. But what else are we to do? Gaia is not a prison ship. We do not have any facilities capable of keeping one such as he in prison for long. He would escape, and the stones know what damage he would do in his escape. And we cannot simply keep him in stasis like this. His biology resists our stasis fields, and I have to increase the field to keep him under. If I increase it much farther, it would kill him. And we have already decided we can't kill him. Well, if death and imprisonment are not options, then there is always another. We'll just have a chat over a nice cup of tea. You cannot be... You just can't be serious, Elizabeth. You can't mean to wake him up and talk with him in the middle of Medbay and feed him tea. Certainly, Mycroft. There is one thing you Brits have taught me. Always be civilized when possible. So, tea please, Oolong, I think. And of course, you want me to make it. You know me so well. Make a good pot for everyone and find some of those nice finger sandwiches. He is probably hungry. Oh, wow, I see times have not changed one little bit. And I outrank you both now. Even better. The extra suit you, and I like a woman in power. Down, boy, I'm not a doggy biscuit. But I'm such a wonderful kisser, Liz. Um, I've got the poppy eyes, don't you think? You also tend to drool whenever a woman comes in sight. Uh, I can't help it. So many flavors. I really like ice cream. You can never get enough. I don't think I like that analogy. Hmm. Well, I'll just have to work on another one then. I have to agree with the commander, Captain. It is certainly not safe to wake him and have you in the same room. That's why I have you here, Lieutenant. I bet even an assassin would hesitate to cause trouble with you glowering at him. Just try not to wreck my medbay if it comes down to a fight. That's what the tea is for. He'll be expecting to be locked up and treated like a criminal. He is a criminal. Yes, he is. But not the sort you might think. How do you know this, Captain? I'm not... Sure, exactly. I just have a feeling. There's more to him than could be expected. I have to do this my way. Here's the bloody tea. Thank you, Mike. Now, Doctor, let's wake him up and see what happens. I've got a really bad feeling about this. Oh, Mike, you just worry way too much. Of course I worry too much. You worry too little. I have to worry for the both of us. I hope you know what you're doing. I'm following a hunch. Oh, Lord. Put your belly in. You sound like your father. I do not. Trust me on this one. You really do. Oh, you shut up. What would you do if I don't? Exactly. Tell Mum on me. Do I have to send you both to your room? No, Captain. Oh, no, Captain. Definitely not. If he makes just one wrong move, all I need to do is fall on him, and he will become a red 
What do you call them, Captain Flapjack? Here goes nothing. Where am I? You're aboard the zooship Gaia. I am Captain Elizabeth Monroe. This is my executive officer, Commander Mycroft Beckert, Chief of Security, Lieutenant Barask, Chief Medical Officer, Dr. Candice Mundomo, Lieutenant Sherlock Beckert, and Lieutenant Anthony Thornton. He is the pilot who found you. Ah. So you're the one who is speaking in my head, Lieutenant. Like what you found there? I brought you here, didn't I? And yet I'm healed, and not in the brig. I thought we could keep things civilized, Night Stalker. Here, have a cup of tea and a sandwich. You must be thirsty. <laughs> Since when were humans civilized? Oh, we have our moments. Rare, brief, flickering moments like the lives of mayflies. But we have them. What species exactly are you? If I told you, I would have to kill you, Doctor. And that wouldn't be very civilized. Oh, well. Steady, Lieutenant. There is the problem of exactly what to do with you, Night Stalker. I could kill you all and then make my way off your ship in a shuttle. You could try. would succeed. Nobody, nobody is that good. I am. But we healed you. True. And for that, Doctor, I would give you a quick death without pain. But your healing of me would not stop me from killing you all the same. And you call us uncivilized. (laughs) I am what I am, Doctor. If you had Lieutenant Thornton over there inside my head long enough to know the name the Confederation has given me, then you know that as well. Have another sandwich, Night Stalker, while we consider other possibilities. Other possibilities? Yes. Your people are out there, and they obviously wish to kill you. They almost got you and would have if we had not happened upon you. They must be very nasty adversaries to get to you. And if they find out you're alive, they'll come for you again. You saved me, and now know that my people exist. They'll come and slay you, and anyone you tell about me if they discover that fact. True. Messy business, that. I'd much rather avoid death all around. And how do you propose to avoid that? Simple. You stay here and join my crew. You give your word of honor that you will follow my orders and harm none without my leave, save in self-defense. Following the laws of the Confederation, Lieutenant Thornton here tells me that if you give me your word, you'll keep it. And why would I give my word to you? You're not but a sheep. I could kill you easily with my bare hands and escape before your Kandaran friend there could stop me. And I don't doubt it, but Night Stalker, I am not afraid of you. Then you are a fool! Ah! Get your claws off her throat, Night Stalker, before I get mine on yours. Step back, Stone Boy, or we'll see how red her blood really is. Hand over your lays gun. You are a dead man, Night Stalker. Not today. Let her go, Night Stalker. Your mental tricks won't work on me, Thornton. I've eaten your kind for breakfast with toast. Get back, you three. 
You've got nowhere to go, Night Stalker. Oh, on the contrary, old chap. I've got the entire galaxy to explore. Cheery bye. Get that bloody door open and sound the alarm. I'm going to kill that woman. I rather thought you might try something like this. What do you hope to gain? Oh, freedom. And the chance to take out my enemies. The simple things. Ah, yes. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. (coughs) But you're forgetting one small thing. And what is that? Your people are still out there. They might think you dead now, but the moment you go back to your old ways, they'll find you. They have to find me first. Now, you've got two alternatives. A slow death if you defy me, or you can live if you do what I say. Sorry to say I can't say the same about the ship and the rest of the crew, but they've seen too much, and I need to escape clean. If you were planning on a clean escape, leaving no trace, then you should have done that before you got all cocky. Shut up and come with me. Ouch, damn it. You can't think I'll help you destroy my ship and crew. Not really, but I thought I would at least offer you the civilized choice to live. Any last words? Yes, actually, several. One, I'm still not afraid of you. Two, the government is looking to recruit you. They have your physical description and word has been sent out to all the captains to look for you. There's no more hiding. And three, my offer is still open. Work for me and you have a chance at powerful allies. Continue on your own and perhaps next time someone won't be around to save your ass, Night Stalker. Hmm. You're not afraid. You're not begging for your life or for that of your crew. Why not? Simple. I'm not going to be dying, and neither will anyone else aboard Gaia. I know that. Well, I don't know. You are far too confident. I could kill you with a mere touch, and there's nothing you could do about it. Yes, yes, claws to my throat and all that. You forgot something else, though. And I'm sure you'll tell me what it is. A captain is never helpless. (laughs) You humans. Always fighting, even when it's futile. Uh, Keep on fighting, and I'll snap your arm. Haven't you ever heard the phrase, where there's life, there's hope? Oh, rather idealistic, that. <laughs> but you've got spirit. Tell you what, I'll give you a chance to win your freedom. Beat me, you go free. And perhaps could even rally your ship in time to stop me. Lose, and you die. I'm already getting a bit hungry. And I just happen to be on the menu. You begin to get the picture. (laughs) Fine. Let's dance, then, you and I. Ah. 
Not too bad, Captain. Your technique is a bit sloppy, however. You're good. You're not the only one with blood on their hands, Night Stalker. <laughs> oh, indeed, Captain. And how many have you killed, huh? How many times have you bathed in blood? <laughs> Enough to have discovered the secrets to a really good stain remover. Ah, I thought I recognized this fighting style. Not exactly standard issue for ship captains, is it? You'd be right about that, Night Stalker. <laughs> so, I am a bit out of practice. <laughs> Miss me. <laughs> and here I thought you'd be the normal bleeding heart captain, horrified by the nasty assassin. <laughs> seen one assassin, you've seen them all. Old news, not surprising. Come on, bring it on. Oh, <laughs> I am much more than the normal assassin. You're much better than most I've seen. I'll grant you that, but I am going to stop you. You won't be taking down my ship. <coughs> oh, you do-gooders always have to play by the rules. <coughs> <coughs> Rules are meant to be bent and broken when needed, Night Stalker. Your kind doesn't play by the rules, and so we have to get our hands dirty in order to stop you. <sighs> At least you've some sense. It's almost a pity that I'm going to have to kill you. But the game must end. Aha! Now we're back where we started. My claws at your throat and your arm in a joint lock. If you're going to kill me, then just do it already. As you wish, Captain. Ah. What are you to me? To me? Eating your life force? I told you I was hungry. You'll kill her as well as me. I am a very good shot. Let her go, wise ass. Don't let him touch you, life drinker. Ooh, still alive, Captain. I must not have drunk as much of you as I thought. Like I told you before, I won't be dying today. And how would you know that? She knows because she's clairvoyant, among other things. Clairvoyant? That would explain things. Not now, Captain. Oh, if you ever get out of this alive, I swear I'm going to kill you. Your government knows about me, Captain. There aren't too many assassins out there who are as good as you are, Night Stalker. 
Science has caught up with you over the centuries, and we caught clues you didn't think you'd left. The failing of every criminal. Shut up, stone boy. Ow! <laughs> Elizabeth. Don't worry. She'll survive. I missed any arteries. This time. I'm all right, Mike. You've got everything to lose if you walk out of here, Night Stalker. Give me your word of honor and you'll have sanctuary on Gaia. Believe me, she's stronger than she looks. We can contact the Confed and make a plan of action. It's too late to kill everyone and go back to your old life. They'd just kill you anyway. Stay with us and you have a chance. If I were you, I would take her up on her offer. She's telling you the truth. Just swear to follow your orders and harm none without your leave, save in self-defense. Pretty much, yeah. And what do I get in return? You join my crew with all the rights and duties. You show me what you're good at besides killing, and we see where to put you. You'll have quarters like everyone else. Not in the brig, and no armed guards. Ah, you'll just welcome me into your crew with open arms just like that, eh? I am an assassin, woman. I am the assassin of assassins. I'm not a dog to grovel at your feet. I never ask anyone to grovel. That would be uncivilized. And of course, you are always civilized. Oh, when I can be, yes. When I'm not having to kill someone. Death can be so messy. The bloodstains are hard to get out afterwards, and unless you hit just the right spot, the screams can get as annoying. <laughs> Only if you're not good enough to get out of the way when the blood spurts and miss the first strike. I'll have to work with you on that. Ah, not too much blood. You cut exactly where you meant to. I never miss. You swear, then? Yes. I give my word of honor to follow your orders and harm none save in self-defense, following the laws of the Confederation. Ugh. I should have killed you when I had the chance. <laughs> Perhaps. But things will be ever so much more fun this way. What should I do with him, Captain? Assign him quarters in the Manta along with the rest of ours. The ones next to yours are open, I believe, if that will make you feel better. He won't be leaving Gaia without permission and is to be treated as every other civilian member of, of the crew. <laughs> civilian? <laughs> I haven't been a civilian in a very long time. It will have to do for now. What did you do to Dr. Undomo? Oh, just knocked her out with a nerve punch. She'll be coming around any time now. I see. Well, Lieutenant Barask will show you to your quarters and help you get settled in. Lieutenant Thornton, go with them and make sure Night Stalker here has everything he needs. We can't keep calling you Night Stalker. Do you have a real name? Armorock. Armorock, then. Welcome to the Gaia. Right, Ace. I just need a few minutes. And the doc says you should stay in bed, Liz. 
Time to listen. Dr. Ndomo knows that Guy is in crisis and there is no way the captain is going to sleep through it all. <laughs> that goes double in your case. I think I need to sit down. <laughs> that and you also need a drink. I can't, Ace. I'm on duty. Ah, I insist. It's just a standard swirl that makes you think you're actually drinking the real thing anyway. Now, nah, come on now. I of all people understand the need for a good drink. <sighs> I suppose you would at that. Lizzie, you don't have to answer this, but the way you were talking to Armorock about killing, you began to sound a, a hell of a lot like him. I've never heard your voice that cold. <sighs> I am a bit like him, Ace. He's what I could become, and I am perhaps what he once was. Well, what are you talking about? You're not an assassin, are you? No, not in the sense that he is. But I was once more than I am now. No, seriously, what are you talking about? I want what I tell you to never leave this room. I wouldn't even think about telling you if I didn't know I could trust you. Your life could depend on your silence. <laughs> what? Stars above, Elizabeth. What the hell could be so horrible? Do you swear? Absolutely. Of course. You've known. Always known you can tell me anything. Especially what old Tighthouse can't handle. <sighs> he couldn't handle this. Upon entering Space Fleet, I didn't join the normal string of recruits. I was approached by others. Because of my high grades, your piloting training, and my, how do you put it, my willingness to bend and break the rules. Who approached you? Black operations. <laughs> Even in intelligence we were told they didn't exist. Oh, they exist all right, and they took me fresh, naive, and idealistic. And made me. Why did you want this? What is that phrase? I did my duty for king and country. Well, I did my duty, and it involved lots of death, theft, explosions, and highly dangerous missions that took away pieces of my soul. Good lord, you really are an assassin. That's how you're able to relate to him. I wouldn't call myself an assassin. He kills for money. I killed to protect the Confederation, but only when there was absolutely no other option. <laughs> Splitting hairs, I know. Considering I personally took out targets using underhanded methods when ordered to. Confederation doesn't officially support such distasteful methods, of course, but it uses them uses people like me all the same. You said killed. Past tense? I got out. I simply couldn't handle what the work was doing to me. You don't know what it's like to feel pieces of yourself die inside and know there is nothing you can do about it. Instead, you simply have to keep making it happen because the alternatives are so much worse. You wanted to save the universe, Ace. We all did. With me, it was save the universe and lose your soul. What about now, huh? Did you manage to regain your soul after getting out? Yes, 
I joined Captain Gates and spent years learning how to live in normal society again and trying to forget what I once was. You said the Confederation wanted Nightstalker working for them. You knew you'd find him, Liz. The clairvoyants told the government we might, but finding and securing him was just icing on the cake. <gasps> they have me right where they want me. And what is it they want, then? The same thing they've always wanted. To do the dirty work and use anyone remotely useful that they have to. They've been planning this for years, ever since Guy was being designed. Ah, stop talking in riddles. Planning what? The Black Ops are coming to Gaia. She was designed primarily as a zoo ship, but deep inside her is a base designed to the specifications of the ones who have maneuvered me like a puppet my entire space fleet career. Ah, bollocks, Lizzie. You can't be serious about this. Completely. I wish I wasn't. It was in the packet I was given upon becoming captain. You realize Mycroft's gonna have kittens? He doesn't know yet, does he? I haven't exactly had the time to tell him with his Afani going supernova. <sighs> I'm not looking forward to telling him. But I have no choice. Not about telling him. Not about the Black Ops. And not about doing my duty. No matter what it may cost me. Well, if Armrock's people discover he's alive, they'll be coming here after him, and all of us to boot. We may be very glad that that unit's here before long. The bloodbath is about to begin again. I was a fool to think I could ever escape. In the 26th century, Earth thrives after recovering from nearly total ecological catastrophe. To prevent similar disasters from happening on other worlds, Earth and the Galactic Confederation built a massive interstellar arc, the zoo ship Gaia. Commanded by Captain Elizabeth Monroe, Gaia's mission is to protect wildlife and habitats on worlds throughout the galaxy. Gaia also has a hidden mission, known to only a select few. Society needs those who are willing to use whatever methods are necessary to eliminate threats to the Confederation that are so evil and dangerous they cannot be stopped in any other fashion. We are those who face the monsters who go bump in the night. You do not want to know what we do or how we do it. <laughs> You simply want the monster under the bed to disappear. We are the ones who make that happen. Who are we? Well, if I told you, I just might have to kill you. Everything has a price, you know. We are Black Operations. Next time on Gaia's Voyages, Zeet's staff goes on strike. Whoa, whoa, hold up. Where the hell do you think you're going? You can't go on strike. We aren't unionized. There's no such thing as a union for mechanoids. I don't think we even have any rights. What do you mean you started one? You can't do that. My Gaia needs fixing. Armrock gets put in charge of the firestorms. 
Your captain has charged me with making you the best fighter squadron in the Confed, and I intend to do just that. I am not nice. I am not your friend. I will work you hard. I will push until you are at the breaking point, and then push harder. Playtime is over, slime molds. It's time to work. All of you, to your fighters. Now! And Natty decides to help out. Guys, we can't help her sing in our room. But Dr. Noah told us to stay put. The power is out, and it could be dangerous. It's dark out there. Hope scope. We'll find what's wrong. Pete will know. We just gotta sneak past them so we can overhear. Miss Natty! Broken Sea Audio Productions presents Gaia's Voyages. Only at www.brokensea.com. In the year 1988, the crime rate in the United States rises 400%. The once great city of New York becomes the one maximum security prison for the entire country. A 50-foot containment wall is erected along the New Jersey shoreline, across the Harlem River, and down along the Brooklyn shoreline. It completely surrounds Manhattan Island. All bridges and waterways are mined. The United States police force, like an army, is encamped around the island. The prison's name, New York Maximum Security Penitentiary, Manhattan Island. There are no guards inside the prison, only prisoners and the worlds they have made. This is the Broken Sea Audio production of Escape from New York. You go in, find the president, bring him out in 24 hours, and you're a free man. I'll think about it. No time. Give me an answer. Let's get a new president. Trade center dead ahead. Should be there now. and child pub in Oxford. It's 1933 and while life is normally quite dull around here, there are three blokes lately who... Valkyries! We saw Valkyries! I jolly well hope that by the end of term not a mythological creature is ever seen again. 
I would that they had never existed. Um, I hate to point this out, Worsley, but usually by definition, if it is mythological, it never existed. <laughs> now you're confusing me. I thought that was my calling in life. Normally I wouldn't believe a word they told me, but seeing as last week Ares, God of War, was in the pub, causing 30 quid of damage, I might add, the fiend, I'm beginning to expect the unexpected round here. Oi! I thought I ordered a shepherd's pie. Coming! Broken Sea Audio Productions, Maudlin. Join the mayhem at brokensea.com. Journey to a faraway land where swords and sorcery decide the fate of kingdoms. Travel the paths of warriors and wizards as they fulfill a forgotten prophecy, culminating in a furious battle between the forces of darkness and light. Adventures begin in a humble tavern filled with tall tales and dark secrets. Sit thee down and hearken to the saga of the Grog and Griffin. Only at Westlake Films, in conjunction with Broken Sea Audio where fantasy audio is forged. Gaia's Voyages, Episode 4, The Middle of Nowhere. Featuring the voice talents of Elaine Barrett as Captain Elizabeth Monroe. David Ald is Commander Mycroft Beckert. Renee Christine Jones is Lieutenant Commander Desdemona Zanthaxis and Lieutenant McCall. Captain John Tadrazak is Dr. Jonathan Noah and Amazo. Ara Pelodi is Dr. Candice Undomo. Christy Plotkin is Dr. Squeegert Filigort and Ensign Vivian Thompson, Callsign Vixen. James Rossi as Zeke. Melissa Mippa Johnson as Gaia. Abner Cenarius is Lieutenant Andre Anjou. Bruce Busby is Lieutenant Borask, and Natasha Damroth as Natty. Introducing Mark Kalita as Armorock, the Night Stalker. Chris Britton as Lieutenant Sherlock Beckert, callsign Ace. Paul Lavelle as Lieutenant Anthony Scott Thornton, callsign Thor. Julie Heverson as Ensign Tremaine Jordan, callsign Dove. Elizabeth Rast as Ensign Zila Hakan, callsign Bats. Christina Boyd as Ensign Clematis, callsign Gimpy. Neil Bailey as Ensign Illidastin, callsign Creeper. Bill Young as Ensign Sliceteer 29, callsign Hard Drive. Laura Frechette as Ensign Sakari 32, callsign Circuit. And Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Ensign Talma, callsign Wildcat. Guest starring Elizabeth Rast as Victoria Bennington. Written, cast, directed, produced, and engineered by Elaine V. Barrett. Original Gaia's music main titles by Sam Haft. Additional music, Void Jumper and the Undervoid by David Alexander McDonald. 
Action, Serpentine Trek, Ignasi, The Chamber, Heartbreaking, Hero Theme, Scheming Weasel Slower, Dangerous, Guess Who, Exciting Trailer, Interloper, Nothing Broken, Exotic Battle, Kick Shock, Shiny Tech, We Got Trouble, and Quinn Song First Night by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. This series is dedicated to everyone who has aided in environmental conservation, animal welfare, or disaster relief efforts around the world. Together, we can make a difference. For more behind-the-scenes information on Gaia's voyages, as well as other audio drama offerings, please visit us on the web at www.brokensea.com. Thanks for listening. I sound like I'm from Transylvania. You were right, Commander. You were completely right. Hold on, my fair maiden. Zeta's coming to your rescue! Ah, there we go. We have systems, power, emergency lights, but they won't last for long unless we can get the main power back up. You know what helps is if I read the line before I actually try and do it. And if I give you a chance before I press R? You know what? But that's okay. It, it comes out more naturally. Like, Desdemona does anything naturally. That's really fun. I did extensive scans of the area while we... Hairball. Made our way back to the ship. Okay, let's try that one again. (laughs) 